Hello, and welcome to the Markeisha Hall podcast. I'm your host, Markeisha Hall. I'm a former special education teacher, wife, a mom of four, and a parent empowerment partner, helping you create educational and recreational inclusive opportunities. And today we're going to be talking about who's your data or data, data, data. This year has been a doozy as we balance between virtual learning, hybrid learning, whatever you want to call it. And here in Cali, we are still not back at school. But despite rather services are being provided in a building or virtually providing FAPE, which is free, appropriate public education is required for all students with disabilities. Making sure that data collection and progress monitoring continues is super important. Progress monitoring requires continuous data collection to guide instruction and provide information to monitor your child's IEP goals. So basically, the data drives the supports, goals, services that your child receives. But many parents... Um, are not aware of how data is being collected, who is responsible for collecting the data, and what does that data say? And by parents, that would have been me also, except for I was a former special education teacher and I did um, create IEPs while I was a teacher. So that's why I'm giving you some insider tips. Meaningful data lets you know if your child is is or is not making progress, if the supports or services are working or they need to be changed. The data is usually measured like this. Um, The rate, for example, your child's goal may say, the student must repeat the task or behavior to demonstrate mastery. For example, Joe will correctly complete four out of five assignments. Or it could be measured by time. The student must complete the task within a specific time limit or percentage. The student's level of performance is measured relative to 100%. For example, Joe will give his correct phone number in 90% of the opportunities. You should also be aware who is responsible for taking the data. So go ahead, grab your child's IEP, take a look under his IEP goal or her, I say his because my, I have a son who's on an IEP. Um, under the goal, it should state the person's responsible. That's super important because that's going to be the person responsible for collecting the data on that goal. That person can be different depending on the goal. It may be the OT teacher. It may be the speech teacher. Um, it may be the general ed teacher. It may be the para. Lastly, you will want to know when the progress will be reported back to you. This is something that's separate from the report card, and it's known as progress monitoring. It should come out as a progress report on their IEP goals. It's not related to their grades. And I want you to know that IEP data can be anything. Whenever I have items of concern with Joe, I would document them and communicate them with the IEP team. Often. It doesn't have to be an IEP meeting, guys. It should be constant communication about how your child is doing and vice versa. If he's doing well in something, I let the team know that also so they know what types of things are working. And also we want to give them kudos for things that is going well in the classroom. 
Communicating with the team can show trends with your kiddo that warrant further evaluations or supports. And as we are still in virtual learning, here are three ways that I take data on the concerns I have um, with Joe and his education and his IEP goals and his behaviors, um, good and thing, how he's participating in class, the things that he enjoyed, the things that he's able to really um, grasp onto and talk about throughout the day. I also, as a little tip, give the teacher, since it is virtual, some things that happened to him. For example, he lost his two teeth and um, letting them recognize that those are things that they can talk about also. So the three things that I do to collect data that's easier, I want to make it easy for us parents out there, is video. So I take video of Joe. I do this because it's hard to take notes and try to help him during virtual learning at the same time, not video of the other kids or during the session, just of him, maybe when we're working one-on-one or when he's doing things independently. And then I go back and watch the video and take notes and I will title it um, Markeisha's parent observation, I'll put the date, I'll put the goal that's attached to it. And I'll just put what I had observed during that time. I try to do at the same time at the same, um, the same time every day. Um, I then send that to the IEP team. Also, there's IEP data sheets, I use these in my classroom there, but it's super simple for you to get. Also, you can Google IEP data sheets, there's tons of them. I love teachers pay teachers, or if you're good at making it an Excel or Google Doc, Go ahead and put that on there. And lastly, one thing that I recommend is making your child a student portfolio. And I use Genius Scan. That's G-E-N-I-O-U-S Scan. It's a free app. And what it does is it takes the work. You could take pictures of it and then you could put it in the color um, format. So it looks just like the work. And then I keep that as a portfolio and I send that to his team every Friday so that they can really see what the work samples look like since we're still in virtual school here. But even if he wasn't in virtual school, I would still be keeping um, a portfolio for him for data. So things I can show them that he is or is not making progress at the IEP team. Well, I hope some of these things helps. If you liked this information, go ahead and like and write a five-star review. It'll be super helpful. And I will talk to you guys next week.